Listener Production. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast. The Yulikert Woolen Clan of the Boonwurrung, who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, Any new listeners are running. They're running. Except if they're in the car, then they probably just turn it off. You mean they just like turn it off? Yeah. But sorry for that. Um, But hi, guys. Sevi, poor Sevi. She's been awake since 4.45. I'm a bit delirious. Probably should have had a second coffee before this. No, but that's okay because we are going to, I kind of love delirious Steffi. Who knows where this episode's going to go? Anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's been a week. Anywhere. Lots of. Five to six hour nights. Yes. Harvey's and it, having fun. It's been also with me. quite a large everything, just a lot going yeah. on. Yeah. Over the last three weeks, we've had three new team members join us, which has been amazing. But like, obviously, whenever there's someone on boarding, it's, it's a lot. And it's, you know, the challenge everything's happening at Kick HQ. <laughs> it's, it's a busy place. It's busy. <laughs> it's a busy place. You can't stand still or someone will knock you over. No, 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 no. Definitely Whoa. not. Definitely not. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So today's episode, let's get away from whatever this is that we're doing yes, right please. now and let's get into it. Uh, I actually have to talk about something extremely. I feel is quite problematic that celebrities are doing. Yes. And my view on it mm-hmm. and your view on it also, please. Thank <laughs> you. We love it. Blaming your partner on stuff when it's actually your fault mm. and vice versa. Yes. And how men approach things in the workplace versus women. But I have to say, before we do chat about all what those things. What do you have things, to say? You know, outside of everything going on at Kick HQ... As people would know if they're on the Kit we have regular recipes going out every week. And this week's recipes, one of them is chicken sesame noodles and it is... Oh, that was oh, gross, sounded, wasn't it? That it sounded, sounded like actually it? eating a noodle. Well, thank you. It was... It's so delicious. And if you're a fan of like any kind of noodle chicken dish... Or sesame or noodles... It's, well, if you're a fan of sesame chicken <laughs> or noodles, this is a dish for you, let me tell you. And for you vegetarians, there's a vegetarian option. Do you know what noodles remind me of? What? I feel like it had a real moment, noodles, mm. in, I mean, we're bringing it back, of course. Noodles are delicious. <laughs> I don't think they've ever been gone. I feel like in t- <laughs> 2010, mm. Noodle Box had a real moment. Like if I oh God, could I get a special that. takeaway and it came in, there's so jams in the, the in square box boxes. that when you put it on the, the your plate, it's like a square and then you have to squidge it out to Whenever make it. Whenever I think of those takeaway boxes, I think of like suits or something working late <gasps> and, you know, yes, getting... and that was eating in the office. Let's do yeah. that one day. Anyway, <laughs> moving on from noodles, let's get into today's episode. We have to talk about something. Mm. It's been bubbling up inside of me mm. and I need to get it out because I'm boil. really frustrated. And also, before we do get into this segment, we just want to say that we are going to discuss disordered eating. So if this is triggering for you, please skip through about 10 minutes. So Hilary Duff recently went on a podcast, and I mean, we've spoken about Gwyneth Paltrow a lot on Mm. here, Mm -hmm. but I have noticed or found Mm. recently that podcasts obviously are an amazing format. Mm -hmm. However, because a lot of celebrities obviously go on podcasts, I love listening to celebrities on podcasts Mm. because I feel like you get a more 
behind the scenes, a more real view about them. Yeah. But then also because a lot of the time they're being interviewed by some of their friends of the podcast yeah. host. So you get this extra, like, it's like you're listening to a celebrity chatting to their friend yeah. and it's like, wow, this is so amazing. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, so love that. Except what it is also meant is that celebrities are probably being a little, well, I feel anyway, a little bit more honest mm. about things and things that they probably wouldn't have shared mm-hmm. on another format. Yeah. And lately, Gwyneth obviously started it. We've spoken about, we, I, I think Gwyneth is com- re- extremely problematic with all the diet stuff that, that she preaches. And also around how Gwyneth says that like it's not her, people don't have to do what she says. It's like, well, you have a huge influence. So it's like so important and to think about And it's a wellness that. community. Exactly like, right. It's not like it's completely disattached. Like it's, it's something that she's created um, and people look up to her because of what she's created for wellness. So it's not like it's com- she's completely removed from it and, you know, her community, I don't know, would be okay with hearing this kind of stuff. It's like they're literally looking at her for advice. Exactly right. Exactly right. So I wanted to play this audio from a podcast called Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims in her interview with Hilary Duff. Now, what's sort of like your typical meal? What do you eat for breakfast, lunch and dinner? Okay, I wake up really hungry. <laughs> sometimes I try to, you know, Gwyneth is in trouble for saying this, but sometimes I try to just drink coffee in the morning and like yeah, start no, off I do my that. hunger. <sighs> There's a couple of things already. I mean, obviously we're going to talk about what she said, but first of all, the question of like, what do you have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Like, let's 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 move past this. Let's stop asking people this question because the reason why she's asking this question is because she wants to know you know, what her diet is like. And people think that if you copy someone else's diet, maybe you'll end up looking like them, which is absolutely not true. So first of all, the question is a problem. Second of all, Hillary acknowledges that Gwyneth has copped slack for what she has said. Yes. Surely that means she might have read some of the stuff. And surely that means she might have been educated on how triggering or wrong sharing that information can be. So why... (laughs) Why do it? <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. And I think too, I've read the reason I also wanted to talk about this is because I, I've read quite a few opinion pieces online about that are all people right. are really weighing in on mm. if it's good that celebrities are being this honest yeah. about how they actually stay as thin as they are, yeah. or they drop weight to like go to a certain premiere, whatever it might be, mm. for a certain event, and then also the opposite of how triggering it can be. Yeah. And I feel I've, I've read quite a few pieces and. and what I'm struggling with is because for me, mm-hmm. if I think back to myself when I was 19 and I was struggling easily with influenced. my, I was compl- so easy, yeah. easily influenced. I had disordered eating habits. Yeah. If I had seen any, I was honestly Googling all the time, what do celebrities eat? Because mm-hmm. I didn't understand like how, like I just didn't didn't understand that I can't eat exactly what, even though I, as we've spoken about, studied biology in school, understand genetics, all of that goes out the window when we're some, like common sense goes and it's just like comparison, comparison, comparison. Yeah. And so if I had have heard this interview with Hilary Duff mm. when I was not in the best place, that mm. would have been my new goal. Yeah, it's like if you wake up hungry, ignore it 
have a coffee and push out your first meal for as long as you can. Exactly like that's what it's right. telling you. Ignore your hunger cues is what she's saying. Exactly. Yeah. And it's interesting because I've, I've, you know, heard people speaking about it. It's like, oh, well, you know, at least they're being honest. Like you can't get super, well, for a lot of people, some people are naturally very, very thin. Yeah. yeah. But for a, a lot of the, the rest of the population that aren't naturally that thin and their body doesn't sit in that weight range, they have to go to extremes. Mm. And so there's a lot of people saying, you know, it's good they're finally being honest about mm. it. And, you know, it's good because you, you think about the fact they're just having coffee and you're like, I would never want to do that. That's not the life that I want. But I, and I get that part of it, but I just think honesty is not always the best. I agree. When you have got a huge audience Mm. of people that are extremely, like, especially if she's got a lot of young women, I don't know how many young women listen to this podcast, Mm. but so impressionable, so vulnerable and giving this information on how to get to a certain, like, as, as you said, that's what that question is. Yeah, yeah. I just think, I think it's so problematic. And I don't, I, I, in this instance, I think the more people speak about how they stay so thin, thin mm-hmm. the more ideas they're giving people. Yeah. And also it's like normalizing it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just what I do. Yeah. Like that's not normal. And that's not how we should be living. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I struggle with, I am actually all for the honesty, but I wish it was framed in a way that was like, you know what, I had to cut weight for this role or this gig or this thing. It's something I decided to do, but the way in which I did it, I wouldn't, I don't want to share because I wouldn't wish it upon anyone or I I wouldn't recommend it. Mm. Like, you know, be honest about the fact that maybe some transformation was, because people are going to ask about it. So it's happened, but, but don't share how and don't share that it was like, because in a way when they're sharing that this is like how I do it, they're not even saying like that it's, I don't know, that they're hungry, that they've lost energy. They're not saying any of the negative yeah. parts to it. They're only saying, like, this is how I got to this aesthetic goal, right? So when they ask that question, I just think that, like, acknowledging the fact that maybe what they have done or the way they have transformed was they're doing, but not necessarily something that they want to encourage, so I'm not going to share how I did it or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like if they completely ignore it or they're not honest about it and they're just like, oh, you know, I just have, like, a balanced approach and kind of lie about the fact that they're, they mm. are doing it to extremes, then I feel like that it, that can also be damaging because, again, people do – you can't quit comparing yourself. Like, it's just something that's forever going to be there. Whenever you're having a vulnerable or insecure time, you're going to compare yourself to others. There are ways in which you can help yourself out of there and encourage yourself not to, but unfortunately, it's a trap we're going to always, like, kind of continue to fall in if we're not feeling good about ourselves. And so I just feel like I agree to an extent that it's nice that – there's a bit of honesty, but to the detail of what they're sharing and in the way that they're sharing it, it's really triggering and and quite toxic. Because I, I totally agree, I would have done the exact same thing. There was so many, so many times in my journey where I was looking at food and exercise in a totally different light that I would hear a supermodel ate a certain way before a show or before a, uh, a fitting or a shoot, and I absolutely copied it. Well, like, like Victoria's no Secret. They 100%. all shared, like, and I, I used to read that. They all, I remember one shoot I did when I was... My first test, proper test shoot that I did, which a test shoot is like when you first go into the modeling industry, you do a shoot to like have photos mm. for the website, basically. Mm-hmm. It's not for a brand or anything, it's just for your portfolio. And I remember before mm. that, I Googled mm. how Victoria's Secret models were so skinny yeah. before their show. And the shit that I found online was yeah. extremely triggering mm. and those habits stayed in my mind for three years. Yeah, 100%. And I would always think back to it. Mm-hmm. And on when I would implement that, I was... Exhausted. I felt like I was going to faint. Yeah. 
and I was starving and then I'd get home and I'd binge eat yeah. because I hadn't eaten. It was just like, it was so toxic for me. And I just, I think I can, I think you, that's such a great point that you raise around honesty is good. And I, I completely agree with that. And I think it's exactly what you said. It is the context. And it's mm-hmm. also, it's not to be done with laughing. I'll no. be like, oh, people are probably going to, it's like, this no. is not funny. Yeah. This is extremely serious. Yeah, sometimes and you have to do this for my job. Exactly right. Not exactly happy exactly about it, right. but this is, this is what comes with it. Or I, you know, I have a lot of insecurities. And so, and my, my body fluctuates with different roles or different stages of my life. And I follow different things to do so, but I don't want to share them. Exactly right. Because it just, yeah, anyway. I thought we were so past this. Yeah. And it is, I'm getting upset about it. So anyway, just thank you for letting me talk about this. Thank you. Okay, Laws. Last week, as you know, I shared a story that happened between Josh and I where I was blamed for something that was absolutely his fault. Got a message from Josh. Guess what happened this morning? And I said, what? Where did you park your car last night? I said, oh, in the driveway. Because I usually park my car in the garage next to each other. And he said, mm. And I said, did you reverse into it? And he was like, well, you didn't park in the garage. And I was like, hang on. Hang on. Um, when you were getting into your car, did you not notice that my car wasn't in the garage? And what about looking in the rearview mirror? He said, well, no, I look in the side mirror and I couldn't see it. And, I, and I dro- he was trying to pin it on me. <laughs> oh, oh, Joshy. Joshy. But we all do it, right? I feel like whenever you're feeling like you've <laughs> effed up, you're like, who can I put this on so I feel better? I just <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> We have some snot. But we wanted to ask you guys what you've blamed your we partner for. We wanted to for. make Josh feel better. Yeah. Well, I feel like I do it. Yeah. We, we, we all wanted do to it. feel better. Um, and so many of you guys have sent in your stories. This first one, Imogen, lots and lots of farts. <laughs> I feel like we all do it also. So I, I don't it's think Dalton doesn't like, listen to this, like, he only listens, I think, if we're speaking about him, so no one tell him. But I bought this, I was trying to find edible poo drops. Yeah. Because I really enjoy pranking really him. you obsessed with poo at the moment. <laughs> no, I'm pranking. Pranking. Okay. Because he just is so, when he reacts, I get him every time. Anyway. God, I living with you. I couldn't find any edible ones. Yeah, <laughs> so, joy. So I found this, like, the most toxic fart spray I've got it. It's at home. I'm ready to use it. Haven't mm. used it yet. I will report back, but I just, I'm going to... What are you going to do with it? I'm thinking... Okay. I'm going to spray it onto the sheets and then... <laughs> and then obviously I'll film it. Spray it onto the sheets. Yep. And then I'll get into bed, but like spray it on his side to so then when he lives up the tuna. <laughs> His side of the bed is bad. He'll have a meltdown. Oh, my God. But I don't know. I feel like I don't know if I should do that at night because it will rev us right up. Yeah, and also then you're going to have to, like, wash the sheets for the smell to go away. (laughs) You don't want to do that right before you go to bed. (laughs) Mandy, what do you think? Can I I ask, Laws? Because you're obviously inconveniencing yourself with that too. Like, you're pranking yourself. Like, what do you plan to do when... The Spray smell in his is. Car. It'll be so Spray funny. In his car. I don't care. He gets I, in, in the car to go to work, and he'll be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> 
That doesn't inconvenience you at all. I've and already go, one. already be on your way to work, so he can't even swap cars. He'll call you, and you'll be like, "What? What is it?" Yeah. Okay. So I think if anyone has any ideas for this, please let me know how I can utilize this spray mm. in the best way. The other one I was thinking is to put a sardine in his undies. <laughs> <laughs> Because I saw, I just, I think it would be really funny, like a slimy sardine. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> cool. Honestly, absolutely cool. This is what I think about in my spare time. Oh, my, my God. Hobby. All so right. Anyway, any thoughts, let me know. Anyway, next one, next one. <laughs> Jane. Jane. He turned left instead of right, so I cracked it at him. Turns out I had said left, but I meant right. We've all done that. The classic left, we all, right. We all do that. I've probably done that to you. Probably. (laughs) Probably. Terrible directions. All right, Cassidy, I blamed my husband for getting a fine for running a red light saying he was irresponsible. He kept denying it was him, then tried to contest the fine and ask for them for proof. When they sent the photo back, it was clear as day I was behind the driver's seat. Wow. Okay, that's a good one. That That is so funny. That is good because then I bet too, Cassidy, you probably like had a full gold because it's obviously expensive. I know anytime Dalton gets a fine, I'm like, it's obviously expensive. We have a shared bank account. Um, It's also like demerit points. It's like all these things. Yeah, and you don't want to be inconvenienced. It's also unsafe. (laughs) Exactly right. All these things. And I bet you, Cassidy, you came right down on him and I wonder if he then put it all back onto you. It's like when I lose my charger and I blame Josh and I'm like, you used it last. And then I realize it's like in my office work bag or something. But we never tell them. We never tell them. Okay, this one is from Ebony. My husband recently tried to cook us a roast pork dinner. I hate roast pork, just a side note. Except for our latest recipe, the honey roast pork is delicious. You You like that. I just, pork is not for me, except I like bacon. Except you love bacon. Which is different, different. Okay. Which he usually does really well, but he wanted to try it on the Weber instead of in the oven. Mm. So the Weber is a barbecue Mm -hmm. of some sort. Anyway, unfortunately, he forgot to put it on a tray and instead put it directly on the grill plate of the barbecue. He then went to have a shower and I started to notice a huge amount of smoke outside. When I went to check the pork, I realized it was pretty much in flames and was burnt to an absolute crisp... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's probably a good thing you should have to eat roast pork for dinner. Um, he then decided to send a Snapchat to all his mates and all of our families blaming me for it, not putting the tray underneath. Uh, and, oh, my God, this we is so funny photo. because I saw this picture of pork in our notes and I was like, why do we have this? Um, oh, my God. And he wrote, when Eb doesn't put a tray underneath to catch the fat dripping off and the entire web catches fire. He just fully blamed her. Goodness me. All right. Next one. Manny. A few months ago, my partner thought someone had dinged our car when he parked at the shops, but it turns out I actually had hit a pole a week prior and didn't tell him. <laughs> Never tell That's him. That's a really good way of getting Never, away with that. Especially if they come to the conclusion mm. themselves. Mm. That's even better. Okay, last one. This is from Bree. One of the things that my partner has actually blamed me for, so we actually have a really, you know, one of his sports cars in the garage. So it's very important that it's all locked up and, you know, no one can get into it whatsoever because someone would steal it. Anyway, the garage was left open all night. So his car was on full display all night. He came back inside, blamed me that the garage was open and that I had not shut it. 
and that someone could have stolen his car. I felt bad for two days thinking, oh my God, I've done this, like this is really bad. And then I remembered, no, I hadn't actually opened the garage that day. And then I remembered that we actually had cameras. So sure enough, when he got home, I made him look at the cameras and we sat there and there it was. He was the last person to walk in through the garage. It was the biggest like, aha, I told you so moment ever. I love the, the commonality. Just reminds me of when you leave your front door open. You student not anymore. You're very good at security now. No. <laughs> that door had issues. If it wasn't locked, <laughs> it, it was, just flew it was open. The, door's the tiniest bit it was of wind. The door's and it would just wait. But no, we've done that. Okay, I, I left the keys in our home door two yeah. nights ago. I didn't. I would never do that. Yeah, bad, 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 bad. But it is it is funny. That, that night that Josh's car got stolen from when our garage door was open, um, there was a bit of back and forth on, like, who should have shut it. Well, he, he was sick. He was vomiting. I'm sorry. I was, like, holding him to get him into the shower. I don't think it's my fault. No, you, it's, it was no one's fault. It's what I was saying. He was sick and you were helping him. You were him. about to side with But you were, no, no, no. You were both, you were both. Anyway, we both But I do also up. blame Josh because he's very obsessed with security. So he also I, left if he was my husband, car, so. I would have been like, I thought you owned the security <laughs> number because you, he does speak about it a lot. He does, he does. But Brie, I love that because if you have cameras... It's, it, it's, I love the effort of actually going to prove that you were yeah, in the Yeah, especially wrong. if you get blamed. It's yeah. like, well, I'll, I'll show you, yeah. hubby. Oh, God. So funny. <laughs> so funny. Love it, guys. Thank you for sending all of your stories in. As always, if you want to get involved in the podcast, you can send us a DM to our KickPod Instagram. <laughs> Steffi. Yeah. I was scrolling the other night, as we all do. Not doom scrolling, though. Okay, that's good. I don't know if there's such a thing as a productive scrolling. (laughs) I was scrolling and something came up that I thought was really fantastic from the UN Women Australia account. Mm -hmm. And I want to share it with you because something we've spoken about a lot. But I just think the more we can speak about it, Mm -hmm. the more we can become aware of it. And then if we're aware, we can try and implement ways to stop doing it all the time. So this post was about how women often unintentionally share their ideas and questions with qualifiers and apologies in order to appear less assertive or aggressive. Mm -hmm. So obviously, as we know, uh, it is quite common for women, in quotation marks, the likable traits for a woman are not the same as the, in quotation marks, the like, like the traits that we see in leadership, yeah. that we expect in leadership, which yeah. is, we, is changing, which is incredible. Yeah. But for example, if um, a, a woman might come into a meeting or I might come into a meeting and I might be really assertive. Mm-hmm. And if that was, if I was a male, I would be seen as confident yep. and like really knowing my stuff. But if I was a woman, I, as myself, mm-hmm. I might be perceived as bossy, telling people what to do, speaking too much, um, not being in my place kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. unfortunately yep. how we receive things from different genders. Anyway, so I just wanted to read the max. I think they were great. Okay, so speaking during meetings, how men and women have been socialised to share their ideas. So this is just how we feel like we have to do them. Man versus woman. A man would say, what are the profit margins for the widgets? <laughs> widgets is random, but anyway. The woman would say, this is probably a dumb question, but what are the profit margins? You literally do that on the day. All the time. Yeah. Because we have to make sure... That it's like if we're asking a question, we have to put it like that yeah, just in case someone too. thinks that. So true. And it's like it's not a dumb question. No. Yeah. 
Because anytime anyone else, it's so funny that we both do that because anytime anyone else in our team says that, we're like, that's not a dumb question. There's never a dumb question. Exactly. Any question's welcome. And then, yeah, we do the exact same thing. It's like you want, don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable yeah. about the fact you're asking that like question. Just in case it does you're come protecting across dumb. Not even like, if it comes, it comes across dumb. I think it's true. It's like just in case they feel uncomfortable about you asking that question yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay, next one. A man would say, I think we should use the other compound and see what happens. So suggesting a new idea, the woman would say, I'm sure you've already thought of this, <laughs> but what if we tried using the other compound? Could that work? Wow. It's quite, it's quite like confronting because it, it is, it's exactly what we do. Yeah. Making everyone else feel comfortable around. Yeah. So oh, you've already thought, like my idea is stupid or mm. you've probably already thought of this, but what about this? Wow. Okay, next one. Man would say, let's do it in the opposite order. A woman would say, oh, this is me. This might not make sense, but what if we did it in the opposite order? Or maybe not. Okay, there was two question marks in what the Oof. woman said because we, have, we put question marks towards things to make sure people feel comfortable because if you say it as a, a statement assertive, like this, I know, let's do it this yeah. way. Too complicated. You're too not assertive. leaving it up to anyone else. To, yeah. You're, like, you're like, this is the way. Yeah. But if you put a question mark behind it, then you're it's like, it. exactly. Yeah. And you're also le- letting, if anyone feels uncomfortable about what you've said, they can then come in Please in object. a comfortable, you're, you're allowing them yeah. to come in and feel comfortable. Okay, next one. We still haven't covered the risks involved. That's, That's what a man, man would say. Okay. Woman. Sorry if this has already been covered. Oh God, I feel like I'm hearing myself. Mm. But what are the risks involved? Or maybe there aren't any. And that's something that I do too when yeah. I know. Like I, I know there's a risk involved. Yeah. But I don't want the person I'm talking to to, to feel bad for not thinking exactly about right. it. Exactly right. I know. I know. Okay. Man would say, no one has brought up the fact that the client has asked for this from the beginning. Very clear. Woman would say, feel free to disregard if this has already been said, but didn't the client ask for this from the beginning? Question mark. Next one. A man would say, how about we round the edges of the widget instead? Woman, this may be a stupid idea, but what if we tried rounding the edges of the widget instead? Question mark. Or has someone already said that? Question mark. So that is how we have been socialised to speak Kind of little the sandwiches. same thing, being different, <laughs> exactly right, being a different gender. Mm. And I just think it's the more we can speak about this, the better, because the more we can become aware of it. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because I also don't think that one way is better than the other, as in like I think it, we really need to marry in the middle. Like men need to be more aware of the way that they come across sometimes. I mean, again, though, as we've just mentioned, like it does come across differently. However, when you just have those sentences on paper, you don't put a gender to either of them. Mm. One is obviously more straightforward and blunt than the other. And so everyone receives things like that very differently. Like it really depends on who you're working with. Of course, you read the room and and exactly right. I feel like women overly read the room, probably too much. And then men maybe don't this is generalized, obviously. There's mm. everyone who does things differently, but it's almost like it needs to meet in the middle because, like, there's not one way that's right or wrong in any of those approaches. I think the, the thing that I don't like is always ending things with a question because it's like then as yes. a female, because then I mean, it's, it's like, like you're never actually. Uh, but it's like you're then sure. putting forward that you yeah. don't think that your idea is worthy yeah. of 
kind of being a, a phrase as yeah. opposed to having to ask everyone else in the room for validation of what you think. Totally. You know, not everyone has to agree with no. you. Someone could come back to that phrase yeah. from what the male said, like in, when you phrase something without a question and yeah. say, well, I don't agree with that. That's absolutely fine. But it's yeah. kind of putting it forward with the pretense that it's like you're almost preparing to fail in it, which then puts forward like this might be a stupid yeah. question or this might yeah. be a dumb question. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be try and be more conscious of this. Yeah over the next few weeks. And anyone listening that feels they do this, like try, let us know how you go because yeah. it is something we just subconsciously do. do. It's so true. I think with ideas it is that. It's mm. like ideas you, you want to try and grow that confidence and just put it out there and, and don't be scared to be objected but it doesn't mean that you have to like frame it that way exactly. that opens up for that. But I think where I meant like it's okay to approach things in some of those is like if you know that something that you might say might directly put someone down because someone has been oh, in charge of, of something or whatever. I think those are the times where it's like Absolutely. you want to approach things like it might have already been thought of. You know, that's where I understand. That's where I don't know if I'll ever change mm. approaching it in that way because I feel like it's more caring. I don't know. Oh, of course. But ideas, If you're 100%. in a meeting with a, like a, a larger amount yeah. of team members and like there's a maybe a more, it, it doesn't actually matter what level the team member is yeah. at. Something's been missed. To call them out in front of everyone and yeah. like in, in the way the tone, tone is also really important. Yeah. That's absolutely not okay. Yeah. So I completely agree. Yeah. But I think there is also that other part that totally. we've also discussed. So let wow. us know if you can try it out and see <laughs> see how you go. What is it time for? Special share. Yeah, I want to go first because you, okay. I have a show recommendation. Fabulous. I have been not watching much shows, many shows, but you know when you discover something and you're like, oh, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't seen this. It's not in the top 10 on Netflix. Well, it's because no. it's not on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be tough because it's an Apple original show, I think. Cool. So I don't think Netflix can access the... What's the show? <laughs> <laughs> no, because do you know what? I just haven't had any good shows and I found one. And oh, I know what you're going to recommend, actually. What's so the show laws? The <laughs> I, you know what? None of you deserve to know, oh, so I'm just going to leave it at that. No, no, no. It is called Platonic. Have you heard of it? No. Okay, it's an Apple show, as I said, with Rose Byrne. I like her. It's got about five episodes. They're one per week, but I think they launched with three. I was a bit late. I It came up after I watched Ted Lasso, which is mm-hmm. also on Apple. Mm-hmm. Anyway, really enjoying it. What's it about? Well, she reconnects. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know her friend. Okay. He's the funny comedian guy. Will Ferrell? No, it's not Will Ferrell. The other funny Jonah? comedian guy. Uh, Seth Paul Rogen. Rudd. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. It was He's be a my funny next. comedian guy, isn't he? Anyway, so Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne were very, very good friends in at the end of high school. Mm-hmm. And then they went off, got married, hadn't spoken for a very, very, very long time. Both went and lived their lives. Seth Rogen then got separated and then somehow Rose has reconnected with him. She's with her husband though. Okay. And they start being they, they, she lived, especially Rose lived a very kind of uh Perfect life, okay. I would say. And she, she starts being a bit yep. rogue with Ooh, Seth Rogen. Love it. I'm loving it. It's 30-minute episodes. I love them both. I feel like I've done a horrible job of explaining this, but please trust me, it's very good. They're very great actors. I will watch that. If you're looking for a good show. Thank you. I, I hope you Let me know if you like it because I'm really proud of finding this one. It is number two on Apple, but I'm It sounds I'm like a new show too if there's only five episodes. <laughs> but sure. so let me know what you think. Okay, Stevie. Stevie, what's yours? Josh and I have started watching Succession. Oh, you to share the Kardashians. No, nah, okay. Succession. Okay. I mean, Kardashians goes without saying. 
I know how problematic they are. I get it. But I am enjoying the new season. But that's only, it's only like two episodes in. But no, Succession, which is old news. There's like three seasons now. I think the third season has just ended. But everyone in the office has been talking about it. When I mean everyone, I think it's literally just Kaz and Bailey or Alice. Alice. Alice was talking about it. And I was like, okay, it sounds like my vibe. Sounds like I'll like it. We finally sat down to watch it and we're hooked. Love it. But we're still in the first season. But I think How this is what I'm episodes? so excited about. 50 minutes. That's the only thing. That's okay. Or 50, 55. So last night we sat out really late because we watched two. But like, it is, but when they're that long, it's, it is hard because you watch one and then you get hooked. But you look at the time and you're like, can I push bedtime another hour? Yeah. Like it's not like squeezing in another 20 minutes or something. Anyway, but. Did you watch it in your room? No, we, mum was over. So oh, that would have okay. been weird. So yeah, mum, we're just going to go watch TV in oh, the room. Oh, you watched it with her? Oh, yeah. I was like, why would your mum be in your bedroom and you not be able to turn the TV on? No, that... <laughs> come join us? Do you come join us in the bed? Okay, you watch it with your mum. Yes. Um, but I think that is what we'll probably do is watch it in the room so that, like, we can just literally go to sleep after an episode. I know that's not good for you, but... <laughs> it's really good. I really enjoy it. And basically, just to give a little bit of, of background on what it was, if you haven't heard of it, but I'm sure I'm the last person who has heard of it. Not heard of it, but finally watched I'm it. I'm sure there's someone else on the planet that has heard of it. <laughs> I haven't I watched it. I think oh, it's great. Likely. I've never watched it. Great. So I haven't either. Oh, actually, tell me all about it. Very, very, very wealthy family. Uh, there's four kids um, that, that are adults, but I mean like four kids of the, of the main of the main characters, three sons and one sister and three brothers <laughs> and one sister. <laughs> Lol. Anyway, and their dad has a bit of a health scare and their dad runs this like multi-billion dollar company. They're like ridiculously wealthy and you can kind of tell by all of their characteristics that they've grown up with this wealth. And one of them has been working his ass off in the company and is about to be announced as CEO. But in the first episode, I can tell you this because it's literally in the first episode, um, something's happening with his dad and it's his dad's birthday and you can tell his dad's like a real hard ass. Like he's very hard to please, very hard to like get anything positive out of like I'm proud of you or anything like that. It looks like like all these shows with very wealthy families, the dads are always like, you know what I said to my mum? They're not friends. They're just like, they're like managers of their kids. Yeah. I said to mum, thank you so much for not marrying a rich cockhead. Oh. That's what I said to mum and she laughed and she was like, you're welcome. Anyway, so it's really entertaining. The other thing is, is it's quite serious as drama, politics, like it's a lot, high pressure environments and everything, but it's also really funny. Mm -hmm. It's like a bit tongue in cheek Um, and there's quite a few funny characters in it. So it's a good one to watch. I love it. Okay, thank you for the recommendation. If you want to find more about us, actually, you know what you can do? You can follow us on Instagram at KickPod. We would really appreciate it. Yeah. If you don't, that's also okay. Uh, you can also find... But we won't appreciate it. <laughs> no, we will. We'll always appreciate it. <laughs> um, you can download Kick if you want to find out more about it. We have a seven-day free trial if you search KIC on the App Store, Google Play Store or mm-hmm. kickapp.com. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Instagram at kick.app, Smith, Laura.henshaw. We're also on TikTok. Uh, and we're also going to be back in your ears on Wednesday. Yes. So we Don't will chat much. to you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.